0: Hi there. I'm Becky Hammond, founder and strengths Maven over at Isogo and IsogoStrong.com. Welcome to Isogo TV video podcast and now audio podcast too. You know, here on Isogo TV, we are fueling marriage connection, parenting grace, and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. We are in our third season of Isogo TV, and this is episode 67. During this mini-series, we have been looking conflict right in the eye because we all know that the thing about conflict is if you're breathing, you experience it. So over these six episodes, and this is the final one, we have been exploring a path to conflict resolution from a strengths perspective and we're making right relationships at home and at work. If you haven't already, grab the free PDF called strength based Conflict Resolution Path and Action Plan to see where you are in your own conflict and what your next step is to resolution. You can find that at isogostrong.com slash conflictresolve. In this final episode, we close with positive intent and care for the relationship. If you feel a sense of resolution in your conflict, it's pretty easy and maybe even a relief, but if not, it takes intentional positioning and extension. I'm chatting exactly about what I mean, how to do it, and how powerful it can be. So let's dive in. Whether you end up with a truly restorative, peaceful resolution or you fall short, there's a huge benefit and integrity to be built by closing with care for the relationship. Cause, Cause here's the thing about conflict, it doesn't always get completely resolved. You don't always feel 100% restored, especially at work. And I'm certain that you understand that. <laughs> at home, well, you keep trying and you forgive more deeply and probably more regularly so that nothing can wedge itself between you and your most important relationships. No matter the extent of the disagreement, each of you still brings something unique to the table and to your relationship at work or at home. Acknowledgement and care for this truth about the uniqueness sets you up for deeper, more productive, more thriving connections with the people that are around you. So let's talk a little bit about care for that uniqueness. A friend of mine gave our family a children's book for Christmas a couple years ago. I will read it to anyone who will listen. In the book, Red, A Crayon Story, the author, Michael Hall, tells the story of a crayon born with a red label. And no matter how hard he tries to draw a fire engine or a strawberry or a fire ant, the only color he produces is blue his intelligence is questioned by his authorities he's given humiliating corrections by his family members and he's snickered at by his peers until one day one bold crayon recognizes his brilliance and asks him to color the sea and he's so ashamed that he's sure that he cannot but with her support and cheerful encouragement he tries and then what he discovers frees him He draws what he's made for. Blueberries and wide open skies. He comes alive and he finds his beautiful purpose within. And though they all say he's red, he was born to be blue. Attention for and care for the uniqueness of the people around us is freeing, both to them and to us too. As we support talent and help people discover their strengths, we allow them to offer their best to the world. Instead of leaving them in a cycle of frustration, self critique, and maybe even shame, you know, I'm the first one to admit that this does not come naturally to me. David can attest to the fact that I do not dole out encouragement easily. My perfectionism lens sees imperfections more readily than success or potential. It has the strengths perspective. It's been the strengths perspective that's truly reoriented my mind to see the uniqueness and brilliance in each person, even those with whom I have conflict. And not only do we care, but ideally we care with a high standard. I recently heard Jimmy Carter say that there's not anyone he hates. Instead, he said he tries to live by the teaching, love your enemies. And this is arguably a high, if not impossible standard for humanity to keep yet what if we approached every conflict as not just a conflict but as a person and every person as someone's child what would that change for me it changes everything this true care would transform our world if we saw each person uniquely with care and value Of course, with flaws, like the rest of us, but each unique with a unique part to play. In our family growing up in a house with three sisters, my dad was known for regularly quoting an ancient proverb. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. No matter how the conflict conversation is progressing, we care for others by responding gently, even in the face of anger. And we do so so much more easily when we view them as unique and valuable. It's a high standard with fruitful, peace-oriented rewards. So how do we really close with care? Affirmation is a great place to start. At a recent workshop I facilitated, I reminded the group that the research out of the Gottman Institute tells us that people require five positive interactions for every one negative interaction in order to feel positive and engaged. So whether your conflict is resolving as you had hoped for or it still has room to grow, as you close out your conversation, I encourage you to add add to the five positive interactions with a specific personal affirmation. Not only does this encourage and perhaps even surprise the other person, it also works to significantly reorient your own mind to be positive about that other person as well. In conflict, the positive often gets swallowed up by the negative. So add to the positive with intentional care for the person you're talking to. Your your Top Five Strengths create an effective, simple path to providing this type of specific affirmation. So choose one, choose one of their top five strengths. Identify where you have seen it being used for good and talk about it. As challenging as that is, if the conflict remains unsettled, you'll both be better off for it and so will your conflict. Close with care for the relationship to surprise the other person, encourage yourself and set up for greater success in this journey of conflict resolution. So will you go there? Will you close with care for the relationship, even if your conflict still feels stuck? And trust me, this is so hard for me. I'm working at being more quick to forgive and to care even when I'm hurt. So I'm committing with you that even when we don't feel all lovey-dovey or 100% resolve, let's be a part of the positive, surprising experiences in his or her life, even today as we speak. Okay? This is the last time I'm going to mention the free PDF that we're offering with this series. It's called the Strengths-Based Conflict Resolution Path and Action Plan over at esogostrong.com slash conflict So be sure to grab that right now and chart your conflict and figure out what your next step to resolution is. You know, ultimately, my dream would be to get to the bottom of every conflict in every home and every workplace across the world by orienting our mind towards our strengths, I know we can get there. So I'd love to ask you to share eSogo TV, the video or the audio version, with your circles on Facebook, Instagram, or right there in your home or your office. And if you do like eSogo TV, I would love for you to leave a five-star review over at iTunes. It not only means a lot to me, but it also helps others find this podcast resource too. I'm glad you were here today to continue to get into the nitty-gritty of conflict resolution in your marriage, your parenting, or your work by using your strengths. And I hope that you join me next time on Isogo TV.